Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The difference between try and triumph is a little um. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kid Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez and today the theme for our show is the gift of triumph. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. We want to announce that the Be The Star You Are will be participating in a great September event on September 24th, the Moraga Pear Festival. Thank you so much to our sponsors. We've got MB Jesse Painting at mbjesse.com, spelled J-E-S-S-E-E. And then we've got Star Style, Star Style Productions at starstyleproductions.com. La Mirinda Weekly Newspaper at LaMirindaWeekly.com Brooks Olbreeze at BlueOceanBob.com And to be a sponsor, volunteer, or get more information about our events, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org and click on Events. And so today we have our lead host, Asia, uh, taking it off with a quick segment, a, a great segment about Triumph. And go ahead, take it away, Asia. Uh, All right, so this was actually an interesting topic that I wanted to talk about because there have been quite a bit of trials that I've been through in my life to get to where I am today. And uh, the first trial, uh, which was the biggest, uh, started when I was little. I um, am proud of who I am now, so I do accept my flaws and who I am today. But when I was a little kid, it was a little hard to accept my flaws as a, as a little girl, you know, going through uh, elementary school and middle school and even a little bit uh, in high school. It was really hard to accept the way I look, the way I, the way I am. You know, mm-hmm. every girl has had that issue. But, Definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have the most perfect smile, I'll put it bluntly. Um, so people didn't. People were okay with making fun of that, you know, especially the little kids. Kids are mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> kids gosh. They're so mean. Um, <laughs> they, they don't have any it. inhibitions. You know, they don't There's have any no filter. filter. <laughs> yeah. So they're just yeah. kind of, oh, you look ugly. And you're like, dude. Yeah, exactly. I hear it every mm-hmm. day at work. But, uh, yeah, so that was a little bit of a hard challenge to get through as a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of carried with me into... Uh, middle school and then a little bit into high school and that was a little difficult in high school because you know you're in the most vulnerable stage of your life where you know you're you're in a new school and you'll be there for the next four years Mm -hmm. and I've never been to a school that does this but you do have cliques you do have girls who are high up on the food chain you've got oh yeah 
boys you want to impress and it's just a little bit more difficult than Mm -hmm. previous days as a kid so as I went through that you know the older I got the more um, I moved around you know I had been to multiple high schools and the more I moved around and the more friends that I made uh, the more I began to accept myself for the way I look and who I am and you know just Mm -hmm. everything about me I, I began to gain more confidence in myself especially after I created the business and started to do public speaking. That was when I mm-hmm. really accepted who I was and loved myself for it. And that oh, is yeah. a lot easier said than done. It's definitely. not as easy as you would think it is, but it's worth it. You know, it's definitely worth the triumph through those uh, fears, through those insecurities mm-hmm. and to really come out on top, you know, loving yourself and accepting yourself for who you are. Yeah. I think also just to quickly interject, I think triumph is not just about, you know, you're, your like final result it's about getting there and like creating yeah this like process of triumph like you can't just you can't just you know have a hard time and then suddenly overcome it and that's your biggest (laughs) triumph yeah yeah it's like the journey you know it's like that's what the true triumph is over whatever obstacle you've had yeah yeah exactly which is what I was about to talk about next which Mm -hmm. is the triumphs over the trials that you're going through right now Mm-hmm. Um, so like, let's say you're having a tough time at school or you're having a tough time with friends or, you know, troubles with a relationship that you're in or family troubles, you know, I've been there, done that. So I know exactly how that feels. So Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's done something like that, mm-hmm. but like, especially a, a tough time at school, you know, I'm in college now, so that's pretty, pretty intense. You know, I've got my first exam in statistics coming up. And I'm That's freaking rough. out. I've got lots of studying to do. <laughs> but, uh, you know, being able to get through that and to hit that goal of passing that test and doing really well on it, that's a triumph in and of itself, you know, knowing mm-hmm. that uh, I did something that I worked for. And it, honestly, it doesn't have to be something huge that you worked through. It could be the smallest little thing that makes you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really funny, though, that, uh, like, tests, that you speak of tests, mm-hmm. it's it's weird because um, as a kid, my parents put a lot into my education, so I was, I was more ahead of, like, some of the other kids um, in my grade, and so I didn't really get used to, you know, that process of triumph that we talked about, you know, like, studying and then getting a result. I always just got the result, and so now that I have harder classes, it's harder for me to go through this process, so I think that it's, yeah. it's better, than, you know, what you talked about, where you... You want to be able to study and, like, be able to go through that process and not just, you know, accept instant triumph as the way mm-hmm. it's always going to be. So I yeah. definitely think, you know, your statistics, that's definitely, like, really useful in the real world. Oh, it is. It definitely is. And it's probably mm-hmm. the easiest math class that I've ever taken. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in college right now, which is so weird. But, you know, in high school I took, I was never really mm-hmm. good at math. That's, like, my worst subject ever. Mm-hmm. I'm really good Same. at English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at English. I'm really good at history. I can be pretty good at science. Uh, but math, it's it's a toughie for me. So I went through algebra. I got through to geometry and then algebra two and then trigonometry. And when I got mm-hmm. to trigonometry in my senior year, I'm like, wait a second, what class am I in right now? Like, <laughs> So it's pretty crazy. But uh, it's interesting to see how far you can get if you look back on yourself right now. Um, especially if you look back on, you know, the relationships that you've had or, or friendships that you've had, which is the next thing that I had thought of um, when it came to triumph, because I did have a lot of problems, you know, keeping friends because I moved around so much, you know, I still talk to the friends that I have in different states, but I've moved around so much that it's, it's hard to 
keep that group of friends that you have. And especially when you move to a new school, you know, that's a very hard thing to get through. Uh, in, the, in the first couple of weeks of school is when you move to a new school. You know, you don't have any friends yet, but you're getting there. Uh, but then you, if you have a fallout with a friend, you know, that's even worse. Um, that's like the worst feeling ever is when you have a fallout with a friend. But Definitely. the best thing to think about is, you know, that door closes and new, one, new ones open. You know, you'll lose that friend, but, you know, you never know if that was for the best or maybe mm-hmm. it was it, uh, for the best intention for them. You know, maybe they really needed to to have time to focus on something else. And maybe even mm-hmm. you need time to focus on something else. You know, I've been there. Um, and it's really hard, but it's mostly better in the long run. But after you've lost that little relationship, you know, you've, you have more that form. So, you know, for one friend that you've lost, you know, you could gain three or four more friends. So you never know about the relationships that you'll make. Uh and then another thing that I wanted to touch on was the triumph over goals that you've set, uh, especially mm-hmm. if that has to do with like your health or school or, you know, anything like that. Because I know a lot of us, especially during resolution season, when it comes to January. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not excited for that because I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that one. No. <laughs> but, um, I do have this thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be going to California for Christmas and I have Fun. this uh, kind of health plan that I really want because it's it's something that I've been wanting to do for a while you know but I'm I feel like oh, I've been just so busy with school and mm-hmm. work there's no way I could implement this plan and there's no way I'd be able to get through to it but you know I've, I've put myself to it I put my mind to working out every day to creating meal plans that are healthy not eating as much sugar, you know, and Mm -hmm. that has been a crazy journey for me because I haven't done that before. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so rewarding and it feels so good to be able to be healthy, to work out, to eat healthy. And Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful feeling. And I haven't achieved my results yet, but it's a triumph of the fact that I know I'm actually doing this right now instead of giving an excuse that I'm too busy to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's also, especially with um, a concrete thing like weight loss, where, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to set like little goals for yourself. And I think it's those small triumphs with these little goals that really get you through to the larger overall goal that you're trying to meet. You know, like maybe a pound every week is a really, you know, a good thing to do. And the triumph like encourages you to keep, you know, triumphing over your goals and, you know, what you're trying to do. And so I think that's just great about especially like weight loss where you can go by little increments and then Mm -hmm. uh, gradually increase to a larger goal. Yeah, definitely. And one thing that makes it fun, you know, if you're trying to get to a goal, but it seems like it's going to be too hard, you know, one thing that you can do Mm -hmm. is to make it fun. So what my friend and I are doing, uh, I work with my friend and we decided Mm -hmm. to have a contest. So we have a deadline to see who can lose the the most weight at this Mm -hmm. deadline. And then uh, whoever wins buys that person dinner. (laughs) yeah so so we have this little contest going on which makes it so much more fun and then we ended up getting my other friend that we're both friends with uh Mm -hmm. another girl that we work with she wanted in on the contest too so we're like great come on in so now we have this thing where whoever wins two people either uh one person buys them dinner and then another person buys them a piece of clothing since they'll obviously be a new size once they lose weight. They'll get <laughs> dinner and a new piece of clothing, like a shirt or pants or something like that, because they won mm-hmm. the contest. So that's just oh. something super fun to do. So if you're trying to set like a goal 
or something like that, and you want to have triumph in that in that goal that you set, make it fun. Find something interesting to do with it. And if you're going through something hard or something that you uh, are experiencing right now, um, just know that it'll it'll soon be over. You know the mm-hmm. the trials will be over soon. You'll get to that um, resting point. And also, if you have any fears that you that you have, like public speaking or talking to new people, you know, that was one of mine, you know, I've never been to public speaking before and that terrified mm-hmm. me. So once I did it, you know, I triumphed over that fear and I got over it. So it's, it's a lot easier said than done, but it's possible. It's yeah, possible. definitely. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, you know, you, you start small, you get big and like this applies to everything in life and it does. It just, everything works out. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's just, you know, I also, fun, funnily enough, I did have a similar, like, experience with weight loss where definitely what you said about, like, setting goals and, like, doing this small fun type of thing is just, yeah. the most, you know, it's the most effective and it really gets you involved. Exactly. And yeah. so thank you, Asia, so much for this awesome and, like, invigorating, like, really inspiring conversation I feel like and we definitely went over a lot of like life skills and so unfortunately we are out of time and but like your segment was amazing (laughs) and we got to learn a lot about you and so it was really wonderful to discuss the power of triumph and so during the break guys be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity I'm Brigitte Gia and I'm Asia Gonzalez. Support our show and these amazing segments by donating to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. And for more info on how to do this, you can go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestarur.org. And don't go anywhere as we continue our talk about the gift of triumph. Listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And this week's topic is the gift of triumph. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Joining us today is our veteran reporter, Alex Palakos, with his segment of Health Wrap. Take it away, Alex. Hi, guys. This is Alex Palakos, and here is the Health Wrap. The theme of tonight's show is the gift of triumph. 
And in keeping with that theme, the health wrap is going to look at things that we can do in our lives to help us triumph over illnesses. Specifically, I want to take a look at some simple actions we can take to improve our chances of not getting sick. As it turns out, there are a variety of things that we can do to help us stay healthy and triumph over illnesses. The most important thing to know is that if you want to be able to stay well and avoid being sick, you are going to need a strong immune system to fight off the germs that make you sick. You see, it's the job of your immune system to protect your body from germs. The immune system creates a barrier that prevents bacteria and viruses from entering your body. If a bacteria or virus does go into the body, the immune system then tries to detect and eliminate it. Let's take a look at what we can do to ensure that we have a strong immune system. The first thing that you should know is that eating good food is really important in strengthening your immune system. And you probably already know what you should be eating. For example, leafy greens. Fruits and vegetables are full of good chemicals that boost our ability to fend off illnesses. Organic foods are even better as they don't contain bad chemicals and pesticides that can actually hurt your immune system. The list of good food includes things like carrots, beans, raw nuts, seeds, fresh vegetables, and so on. I definitely include foods high in calcium, things such as milk, yogurt, cheese, even broccoli, or foods high in potassium, also bananas, baked potatoes, raisins, grapes. Uh, you, you'll also want to have zinc and protein, which you can find in meat, seafood, and peanut butter. And you'll also want magnesium, which you can find in brown rice, whole wheat, bagels, pastas, and nuts, among other things. The most important thing is not to eat a lot of fast foods or processed foods. You've heard this a hundred times. And you know, things like chips, crackers, cookies, microwave meals, and so on. The trouble with these foods is that they have been processed so much when making them that most of them are entirely gone. Another thing you should be doing if you want to triumph over illness is exercise. According to research done at Purdue University, 30 minutes of exercise three or four times a week is the best way to boost your immune system. Regular physical activity is one of the best things you can ever do for yourself and for your health. You can walk, garden, dance, hike, use a treadmill, or really do anything. Just set up, just, just, just try and set aside about 30 minutes, four days a week to exercise. So let's say you are now eating healthy and getting nice, regular exercise. It's also really important to get good sleep. Getting enough sleep on a regular basis is key to maintaining good health. Studies show that lack of sleep is associated with health problems and a weakened immune system. Now, this next one might surprise you. It turns out that stress can really lower the ability of our immune system to fight illnesses. In fact, there are some studies from the University of California in San Francisco showing that a really large percentage of health problems 
are brought on by stress. I have talked many times on Health Wrap about the dangers of stress and the bad chemicals that are released when we have chronic stress and anxiety. It's really important that you learn relaxation techniques and how to balance your life so you have fun along with your responsibilities. A few other helpful ideas for staying healthy and strengthening your immune system is to make sure you get enough vitamin D. Our body manufactures this vitamin from our exposure to the sun. However, this might not be the most ideal way to get your vitamin D, it's simply because of the dangers of skin cancer and melanoma. You, you, know, you might want to be cautious in getting all your vitamin D that way. It may, it, it may be a good idea to take a vitamin D supplement or to eat foods such as mushrooms that are very high in vitamin D. <coughs> in fact, it is a great idea to take a vitamin supplement for all your vitamins to make sure you're getting the proper balance. You should also be aware that sugar is one of the worst things to consume, especially if you're trying to stay healthy. Sugars weaken the immune system as well as help bacteria grow. Avoiding sugars is key to staying healthy, especially if you're under stress or in the middle of cold and flu season. In summary, to triumph over illness, you should eat well, exercise, and get plenty of sleep. Mm, that's perfect. And you know, one thing that I just thought about when you just mentioned avoiding sugar is key to staying healthy. Uh, a lot of us will go to sugar or food, like sugary foods, fatty foods, when we are under stress. Yeah, I, I, I was I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I yeah, we relate to that one. <laughs> well, you know, the whole point of going to those things is you're in, you're in a bad mood, so you yeah, exactly you you reach for the quick dopamine or serotonin yeah. release from that you mm-hmm. get from those sweet or fattening foods exactly i remember yeah. literally the other day i was so stressed out and i the moment i thought i was like oh my gosh you know what mcdonald's fries and mcdonald's chicken nuggets sound really good right now so i went and cooked them i went to <laughs> and after i ate it i was like oh my gosh i just i just ate my stress right now that's terrible well, <laughs> that's just because that's genetically how we're designed yeah 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 know, because with stress, stress, you know, stress before the modern world was, you know, searching for food and water. Exactly. And the best yeah, way to solve that problem is to eat foods that are high in fat and high in sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, you know, the processed foods didn't exist back then. And it, was, it wasn't really an issue of uh, becoming too fat, you know, that was just a problem that uh, didn't really exist. Starvation yeah, like, was more the uh, concern going around. <laughs> Which is interesting how we've progressed to where we are right now. And we were talking about the immune system and we were basically talking about how sugars <clears throat> can affect it, how little sleep can affect it, and how if you exercise it actually improves it. Uh, Alex, could you actually explain a little bit more how the immune system works? Absolutely. Your immune system is its like a huge army of cells that defend against germ invaders. Uh, there's different types of white blood cells that mm-hmm. are part of this army. You make about a billion of them every day within your bone marrow. Some of these cells, called macrophages, 
constantly patrol your body, destroying germs as soon as they enter. Mm-hmm. And it, they they do just what their name means. Uh, macro it me- it means like big or giant, and mm-hmm. phage means eat. So they what they literally do is they eat invaders. They're mm-hmm. cells that you can kind of imagine are amoeba-like, and they yeah. surround foreign yeah. particles and foreign invaders and ingest them into their uh, cellular system where they then dissolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, if an infection begins to take hold and, you know, it gets past that first line of defense, your body will fight back with an even more powerful defense of T-cells and B-cells. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are the cells that give you acquired immunity so that the germ can never make you as sick again. Y- you know, this is the same way vaccines work. It, yeah. It, yeah. Th- these types of cells learn... Learn. Um, they learn from the illnesses we get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so you can see why you would want to keep your immune system exactly. as strong as possible. Our body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like it's like um, yeah for vaccines especially. It's you know they like insert that strain of like non harmful disease so that they can like or the virus the non harmful well, virus so that the, they can the cells can like acclimate. Yeah, the right? way. The way that works is mm-hmm. there. There's uh, how the the T cells and B cells don't actually recognize the virus itself. Mm-hmm. The virus has uh, everything is most living things are made out of proteins. Yeah, and viruses have protein coats. Mm-hmm. So there's little. Uh, there's certain recognizable proteins on mm-hmm. on specific viruses and you have billions and billions of T cells and B cells that each recognize an in in a specific protein. Mm-hmm. So when this foreign protein is encountered in your body, this this starts your immune system up and prepares it to, you know, fight this attack. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess it's when when your body overcomes a disease, it's just the immune system triumphing over these exactly. <laughs> these alien cells and these alien like exactly. little virus critters. It kind of reminds me of um, you know the Magic School Bus episode. They have a Magic School Bus <gasps> episode. Yeah, <laughs> you know where like the giant thing like and it swallows the school bus. Uh, and so yeah. it's kind of like the white cell triumphing over like the disease like virus things and yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's it's kind of that like. Thinking yeah, about he mentioned that <laughs> childhood. That's exactly. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that definitely brings back memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Alice, so, after we were talking about uh, right before we asked you the other question, we were talking about how we go to sugary and fatty foods for stress. So, you mentioned that we should avoid sugar. How bad exactly is sugar? Well, first off, I, I should say that it's really hard to avoid sugar completely. Yeah, it is. And second, I, I'm not really referring to, you know, the natural sugar you find in mm-hmm. fruits. Glucose, that kind it's, of thing. It's, well, it, it's, they're the same chemical. The bigger problem is that mm-hmm. the, the processed sugar has absolutely no nutritional value at all. Mm-hmm. It can also stress the liver. This processed sugar increases bad cholesterol and triglycerides. Mm -hmm. It contributes to weight gain, cravings, and sleep trouble. It can create 
an addictive sugar response in the brain. It also doesn't fill you up and instead encourages you to eat more. According to health services at Columbia University, when you eat 100 grams of sugar, your white blood cells are 40% less effective at killing germs. This can Mm -hmm. cripple your immune system for up to five hours after eating sugar. Now, 100 grams of sugar is about two and a half cans of soda. You're probably not going to drink that much all at once, but you get the idea that sugar in our bodies is not a good thing. Yeah, definitely not. You know, if you really think about it, all the sugar that you eat during the day can contribute to that many uh, grams of sugar in your body. So it's definitely ideal to really be careful about that. But thank you, Alex, for this awesome conversation. I love learning about everything that you have for us uh, every week. And it's really interesting to learn about what our bodies do and how they work. But during the break, you guys, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. And stay tuned next week. Also, please visit our charity site at bethestaryouare.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash bethestaryouare. Stay right here because in the next segment, for um, we're going to have a new addition to our reporting team. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of triumph. I'm Major Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. And joining us today is a new addition to our family, Chelsea Pelchat with her segment, Past Present. So Chelsea Pelchat is the teen event coordinator for the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. Uh, As a 10th grader, she enjoys writing for the Orinda News, tutoring at her former elementary school's homework club, and participating in the public speaking program at her school. So over the summer, she took a writing analysis class at UC Berkeley, as well as fulfilling the role of TA in a film analysis class there as well. So she will be reporting for Past Present on today's radio segment, which focuses on how our past is um, is invaluable to the present and the future. And so we are so excited to have her. Uh, welcome to the Star Team, Chelsea. Hi, everyone. I'm Chelsea Pelsha, a new reporter, and I am so excited to have this opportunity to be with you today on Express Yourself. 
My segment is called Past, Present, and each time I will be emphasizing how the gift of our past applies to the theme of today. For this Gift of Triumph edition of my segment, I will be talking about my experiences as a teen event coordinator of our beloved Be The Star You Are charity, as well as my recent experience as an intern in my city's newspaper office. So as all of you may know, the Moraga Pear Festival is one of the major events our charity participates in every year. And in July, I got my first email from Cynthia, which was basically mm-hmm. a wake-up call, and that's when my journey really started. So mm-hmm. I had a mentally rough start because I just kept doubting myself, and besides the fact that I had, that I had absolutely no clue as to what I was really doing, because um, I've never been in a leadership position with this much responsibility before, the ongoing doubt just really deterred my mental state whenever I was when I was trying to complete these tasks. So laying in bed at night, my brain would be cycling through the questions, how could I manage to raise hundreds and thousands of dollars all on my own? How would I get people who never even met me to actually listen to me? What if, what if I ruin this event? What if nobody actually responds to my emails? What if, I, what if I mess up badly and waste everyone's time? What if, what if, what if? The endless cycle of negativity never seemed to eat cease, and my journey became an uphill battle. As soon as I would finish one task, another three would pop up in my inbox, which was pretty new to me as I typically have been assigned to roles requiring a more sporadic commitment in the past. So among the lowlights, there have been countless times in which I've emailed a group of people asking them to volunteer at an event, and nobody replies. Although admittedly, it was a bit discouraging, I just brushed it off I just brushed it off every time and tried new methods because as I was raised, if something doesn't go your way, you don't give up that easily. You keep trying and keep trying until you finally reach um, a consensus with, I guess, everyone else. Um, So I emailed each person one-on-one as well as trying to send the email again just in case there was a technical malfunction. Um, But going back to the sponsorship, which I think was one of the most unique experiences so far as an event coordinator, again, my beginning was just as bad as you'd expect for a person who is completely new to the topic. I first began to email local businesses, getting denied each time. Then I began to call the stores and physically go there, and I had to physically go there in person to assert a more direct form of communications as my emails were even going unanswered. And still, I was forced to face denial in face. After, den- after denial, after denial. It was all pretty discouraging until one day my fate just seemed to change. Um, I saw an email from an organization I formerly volunteered at called White Pony Express, and they were advertising a 10-10 fundraiser at Vineyard Vines, which is basically when the store would have an all-day 10% off sale while donating 10% to the designated charity. And I thought, wow, that's perfect. I should do that. <laughs> and so Yay! immediately I picked up my phone and I called the store. Luckily, the store manager picked up, and I was able to finally secure my first successful sponsorship after just introducing myself and telling them about how great Be The Star You Are is and proposing the idea. And, however, mm-hmm. it wasn't all rainbows and daisies after that, I have to admit. We had a miscommunication of the event date, which led to a pretty frantic scrambling and a bit of um, bribery on our part. Because I, <laughs> as you see, we already released the flyers with the date of September 24th when the manager emailed me that the corporate office wasn't going to allow the event to fall on a weekend, which um, September 24th is a Saturday. So 
But thankfully, with Cynthia, with with Cynthia, sorry, with Cynthia's quick thinking, we were able to make a deal and keep the date. Um, yes. And now, as we're nearing the date of both events, the feeling of triumph and relief is pretty overwhelming as I finally get to see what months of endless emails and planning all lead up to. Um, the feeling of triumph, as I have said. Um, it really depends on what you did on your journey to reach the top. As if you, for example, like if you don't really work hard for that A in that class because maybe it's just really easy. When you finally re- get your rec- when you finally get your um, report progress back and you have and you see an A, it doesn't feel as sweet as it as an A might feel if you worked if you worked really hard for it instead. And so. Um, I will never be able to thank Cynthia enough for this amazing opportunity as it's opened up my eyes to the real world where I have the chance to see how my actions will really directly affect others. I mean, you always dream about making a change in this world, but you can never envision the process in which it takes you to get there, which in my opinion is a lot more beneficial and inspiring to you and others as a person um, rather Mm -hmm. than the outcome. The outcome is just more of a reward, but the real dedication and the real change that you're making is through the process. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I'm an intern at the Arena News office, after in, and after enduring months of basically filing papers in cabinets, filing photos and folders on the computer, moving boxes around the office, and delivering newspapers around town, I finally had the opportunity to... Um, to write my own piece this summer after basically half a year of every Friday going into the office and then going, oh, four were boxes for you to file and four, like, they had, it was just a lot of heavy lifting and laborious work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all worth it because as you can see, I, it's, as you can see, the, the result really makes up for it in the end. And I have never been happier when, my first piece got well, my first piece was published this month. Um, and as the saying goes, everyone wants sunshine, nobody wants pain, but you can't see a rainbow without a little rain. Your success <laughs> isn't defined by how much you accomplish, but rather what it took to accomplish it. And that's why I urge you to work hard every day. Find happiness in the little things you achieve and carry yourself with, the, with your head held up high like the shining star you were meant to be. Oh my God, that's such a motivational message. That's yeah. awesome. And you know Thank what's you. really funny though is that um, you you talked about like um, you know actually being able to impact the real world through BTSYA and through you know coordinating all these great events. And you also mentioned in your bio, you know, you do public speaking, right? And personally, I I do some debate as well. And you know, in debate, we're always talking about, you know, our plans are going to make this huge world impact and make everything change. But it's actually, you know, these small, like, real life events that really teach you how to make an impact on the world and really allow you to make an impact. And so I found it really cool that you mentioned that um, in your in your segment about how, you know, you really got the chance to just see what you could do with yourself and your words and like convince people to sponsor BTSYA and you know create this event bring it about and really like 
kind of coordinated with the sponsors who are holding the event. And I thought that was really awesome. And so um, kind of tying in with this, uh, I think you did talk a little bit about like impact and being able to make a difference in the world. But why, why did you choose to become a, an event coordinator? Well, when Cynthia first offered me just all the options, when I first applied to be a volunteer at BUSIUR, she mm-hmm. basically just said, here are all the positions you can choose. And I chose um, to be an event coordinator because I knew that, that the skills that you learned as an event coordinator can be applied to basically any job you covet for the rest of your life. And no matter mm-hmm. if you decide to go into the STEM, business, law, or medical field, being able to manage and set up important events for your team is basically a necessity. Um, for example, my dad is a software engineer. He works in STEM, but he's also the director of his team because in every mm-hmm. company there are leadership roles. And although he never studied management in college, it's a mandatory skill that he has to use every day. And when his company offered him a promotion into this leadership position, they automatically assumed that he would be capable of doing so. And so for the most part, what I'm trying to say is that the leadership skills that I've learned so far, such as how to deal with problems, communicating with people effectively, carrying yourself in a way that represents your organization, like when you're talking to potential sponsors, and most importantly, learning how to handle the responsibility and pressure when given a big when given a big task is just mandatory for life in general. It's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you a bigger person, and it's going to deepen your knowledge um, and carry you throughout the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That sounds like it's a lot of fun, and that's really, really cool that you get that opportunity. What's the best part of your position? Like, what's your favorite part of it? I would say that although many people would expect me to hold... Um, say that the day of the event when you can finally see the end result from the past few months of hard work and the is I guess the most fulfilling I actually think that the best part of being the event coordinator is actually when you accomplish a task that a task that makes you step out of your comfort zone for example the sponsorship I never thought that I could do it um I never thought that was even possible um so but through my perseverance, I learned that I can do so much more than I would have when I would have ever dreamed of four months ago. I've become so much. I've become such a new person within the short span of time that I've been in this position, and it's just it makes you it makes you grow. You know, as Abraham Lincoln once said, um, I think I can't remember his quote word for word, but it's something about um, it's not the years in your life, but it's the life in your years. And so, therefore, if you push yourself constantly to your breaking point or your limits. You just keep pushing yourself, you will eventually go past those limits and you'll set new ones. And as you expand, you will become a person that you never thought you could ever, I guess, pull off. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it's just incredible. Like you were able to bring all these awesome values into, you know, this discussion. And like, you know, I think what you're talking about really does apply to everything in life you know just you know what you go through as a person growing up and like you know applying to college and then applying for your first job internships and then just really managing yourself uh in order to kind of triumph in life and I think it's just such a great thing that you're able to develop this with BTSYA you know Be The Star You Are is all about helping kids really like grow up to be themselves and to be more successful and to kind of promote literacy throughout and like help kids with these management skills. And I think it's really great that 
you are such a wonderful example of that and how you're able to develop yourself through this program. So thanks so much, Chelsea, and welcome to the family. Um, during and it was a great discussion that we had. Thank you very much. And thanks during so the much. break, see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be so exciting. And so during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya oh, be the star you are dot org, which stands for be the star you are. 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Make sure to visit Chelsea and the remarkable Be The Star You Are volunteers at the Moraga Pear Festival um, event this Saturday, September 24th from 10 to 4 p.m. There's more information under events at our website at btsya.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Adrian Gonzalez. Visit www.expressyourselfteamradio.com for more, for more information about our show. And when we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation on the gift of time. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today, the theme for our show is The Gift of Triumph. Joining us today is our wonderful reporter, Katie Chu, with her segment, Aim to Shoot. Hi, Katie. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie, the reporter for Aim to Shoot, which is all about careers. And today, I'm going to be talking about what triumph actually means in terms of careers, or actually in general, and the many people who have achieved that triumph. So triumph can be mean a number of different things depending on what your goal is. If you think about it, achieving a small goal like earning an A in a difficult class can be triumph or a larger goal like becoming a successful surgeon can be triumph. For me, I distinctly remember a time when I felt like that like I was actually truly triumphant. It was in fifth grade, yeah, when I was extremely young, when I successfully devoted myself to studying to earn perfect scores on five consecutive tests to get a guinea pig. Getting a guinea pig was a small goal, and it wasn't that huge of an achievement, but that's when I realized and confirmed that the rumor that hard work actually brings you places was true, and that's why a memory like that was, for me, triumph. So triumph can take on many interpretations for each and every individual. Pulling yourself out of a bad situation would definitely count as triumph, and putting yourself into a better situation would also be triumph. But my topic is career, so let's talk about triumph in terms of that. 
In general, society views triumph in career as either financial and business success, getting to the top of their profession in science, sports, art, or culture, political success, or influencing or and impacting other people. According to various different sources, there are generally a couple common steps that would generally lead one to triumph and success. These steps would be, one, adopt a growing mindset. Two, love your career and what you do. Three, build your network of friends, contacts, support, and resources. Four, take action and take charge of your career. And five, be confident. Now, these steps are steps to success in every sense, in every way, in every method. It's always be having people around you, loving what you do, being confident that takes you places. So who has experienced this triumph in career taking these steps? Well, in the world and career of business, we think of Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Larry Page, Henry Ford, and even Walt Disney. These figures have created companies that eventually came to dominate much of today's culture, economy, and society. Microsoft, Apple, Google, Ford, Disney. These names are engraved everywhere. You'll see that symbols and use their products several times in a year. In fact, I'm using one right now as I talk to you on the radio. So as the principal founder of Microsoft, Bill Gates is one of the most influential and richest people on the planet. Recent estimates of his wealth put it at $56 billion. In recent years, he's retired from working full-time at Microsoft and has instead concentrated on working with his charitable foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So after raising his company to one of the most successful businesses ever, he's now dedicating his time to charity. In my perspective, that's definitely triumph. He's found a way to influence and impact many people in, in the entire world and is now able to do something to give back even more and do something that he can enjoy and be proud of. So Bill Gates founded Microsoft in 1976 when he formed a contract with Microinstrumentation and Telemetry Systems to develop a basic operating system for their new microcomputers. In the early days, Bill Gates would review every line of code. He was also involved in several different aspects of Microsoft's business, such as packing and sending off orders. So he didn't start off being the Bill Gates that everyone knows. The turning point for the company Microsoft came in 1980, when IBM approached them for a new basic operating system for its new computers. And in the early 1980s, IBM was by far the leading PC manufacturer. So with this new connection, Microsoft was able to work hard to start selling its operating system to other companies too, to make their name known. And through this process, Microsoft was able to gain the dominant position of software manufacturer, just as the personal computer market started to boom. So then Microsoft just took off and became extremely successful soon. Since its early dominance, no other company has been able to come close to replacing Microsoft as the dominant provider of computer operating software. Bill Gates involved himself in many aspects of his company throughout this process, basically taking charge of his careers, one of the steps that I mentioned earlier to triumph. I know that some of our reporters for Be The Star You Are have founded organizations and charities. Though not quite the next Microsoft or Apple, perhaps, they also have the potential to become much larger and much more influential in the future. 
be the star you are has definitely achieved its de- definition of triumph. Only a small organization a couple years ago, under the guidance and supervision of our wonderful founder, Cynthia Bryans, it's grown into a much larger organization today with radio, with fairs, with the charity foundation. Of course, if you noticed, Microsoft's big break also had to do a little luck with timing since they gained the dominant position just as the market began to boom, which gave them a little boost in becoming very successful. But many people, including my archery coach, have told me that luck is a skill. And while a lot of people doubt that and they say that's just something to say to make you feel better, I think we should all believe that. Because if we believe that luck is a skill, then when we do find ourselves in a lucky situation, we can feel proud of it rather than just attribute it to chance. And when you feel proud of a situation, it makes you feel much more confident and much more joyful in that moment. And if luck is a skill, then it can be fostered and developed like every other skill. Like music, you can develop it and um, earn it through more practice, more experience. And if we believe that, then we won't be upset when we we find ourselves in unlucky situations. Because we can make ourselves in in the position of a better place and a better position through luck, which we should believe that is skill. So let's just all believe that luck's a skill and that all of us have the ability to have that same luck and get those same results and experiences of triumph. But moving on from the business world, let's talk about authors. So the most obvious for authors would be J.K. Rowling, the creator of the famous Harry Potter series. Based on my research, J.K. Rowling had a generally happy childhood, although she occasionally got teased because of her name, Rowling. She recalls often getting called Rowling Pin at school. From an early age, J.K. Rowling had an ambition to be a writer. She often tried writing at a young age, although little came from her early efforts. In fact, when she was six, she wrote a book about a rabbit having measles, and when her mother praised her effort and told her that it was great, she thought that they should publish it, obviously showing that she had a strong ambition to achieve her future as a writer. Although it may have been unrealistic at the time, it shows that she was extremely willing and that she was she wanted to go forth with this dream. In her autobiography, she fondly remembers when her good friend Sean gave her the confidence that one day she'll be able to make a good writer. Obviously, she didn't become a successful writer as she is known as right now immediately. She didn't actually be an author until much later in her life. After she graduated from university, she took other jobs, various occupations in London, not quite an author. It was in 1990 that she finally thought of the idea of Harry Potter while on a long train journey from Manchester to London. And as she began forming these characters in her mind, she thought she should take action. Take action was one of the steps I listed earlier in um, the steps to triumph. Taking action is extremely important, and it's the reason why many people, including J.K. Rowling, became so successful. Though she didn't originally intend to become a world-famous author at the time, because she decided to go on a whim and because she wrote about the ideas that she's thought of on a long train journey, she became as successful as she is now. Now, obviously, not everyone will reach the same fame and wealth as Bill Gates or J.K. Rowling, and... It's unlikely that many of us will even come close to it. 
But if you follow those basic steps, keeping yourself together regardless of your status, loving what you do, taking charge of your career, and taking action upon your thoughts rather than holding them back, then you can achieve triumph in career as you would define it. That is absolutely amazing. That is the perfect segment for this topic. And a lot of people don't understand, um, as you were explaining right now, that J.K. Rowling is super, super successful. But if you think about it, she didn't become successful overnight. You know, it took a while for her to develop her skill. And then it took a while for, obviously, the publishing process. But it's hard to think of triumph and success when you think of how long the journey will take because Mm -hmm. you have to work hard for it and it's a lot harder um when you're going through it but then it's amazing after you're done and you see the success and you see everything that you've done and you see the triumph that you've uh experienced so i was actually thinking you know you were talking about bill gates and you were talking about jk rowling which those are perfect examples those are awesome What are some other successful individuals? Because we do have a lot in our society. Well, we've already talked about, obviously, some of the most successful and famous individuals in business and literature. So I guess I'll talk about some other professions. So obviously, music plays a huge role in everyone's lives. And it's constantly in school, in malls. It's everywhere. And people use it a lot for different reasons. And when we think of music, many of us probably also think of Michael Jackson, John Lennon, Madonna. These three individuals, along with many others, of course, definitely left their mark on the musical world, which I would definitely consider triumph for success. You know, people think of these people, um, remember these individuals and know that they they're the one who created the music of today and leaving your mark and leaving sort of this legacy is sort of a big idea in um, success and triumph and if we think about Definitely. filming you know we also have Alfred Hitchcock George Lucas Steven Spielberg and you know you can we can also add Oprah Winfrey the creator of a media empire they've created some of the best classic movies ever and while I would get into all of them we don't quite have the time but these directors have definitely also contributed to what we would call the American culture and to entertainment today. Definitely and it's really great that we can use these people to uh, really inspire us and use as examples and really encourage us to be successful just like them. But uh, thank you so much, Katie, for another awesome segment. Sadly, we have no more time, but we are looking forward to having you again on another segment. So definitely uh, come back on. We will be uh, ready to hear more of your segment because I love this uh, aim to shoot segment. It's really awesome. So uh, thank you to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially Engineer Matt, and thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners. For making us a top-rated program, I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. And for more information on our creative community, go to btsya.org and our main site at btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be triumphant, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. 
Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself.